Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. folks welcome to the sloppy boys where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love i'm jeff dutton along with mike hanford thwip and tim kelpakis what is up we're your host the sloppy boys band thwip thwip is what i'm talking about over here i was just playing spider-man 2 marvel spider-man 2 for ps5 are you into it mike i'm into it and but i'm doing a very smart thing i think here jeff i am (laughs) I am sitting down to play like one or two missions at a time. That's all you need. I'm not sinking like hours into like this whole past weekend. I didn't uh, play it, play it at all. But you want to, don't you? I wanted to. I want to be playing it right now. Actually, I came off a really hot mission. Nice. I left my man Miles Morales down in uh, where was it? We were down in we were down in uh, Coney Island. We were about to walk into a do a little investigation now. I only played the first Spider-Man, but I was kind of bowled away by... Bowled away? Yes. Bowled away by yeah. how... Uh, what a faithful New York City they had in that game. Sure. Is that... Sure. Yeah. But, like, I was seeing buildings that I'd seen in real life. I went by uh, I went by NBC, uh, 30 Rock, and instead of NBC, it said Feldens. <laughs> 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 they had the... Feldens <laughs> Broadcast Network. <laughs> It looked like just a storefront. I don't even know if they were pretending that was a, a broadcast place, but it was like, ooh, Radio City. I know this. Oh, Feldens. That's so funny because I bet it's a Sony game and they're like, we're not giving NBC any Yeah, fucking- right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. I spent the 4th of July with you in Coney Island this very year, Mike, when you were, mm-hmm. when you were just investigating around there. Did you see the bar that we drank at or the in Nathan's? No, because I was just, it was, the mission was starting. I realized I had to get on to the pod here. So, yeah, yeah. I, I swung around a little bit into the baseball stadium that I've been in. And uh, there was a, there's some roller coasters. Was it nostalgic for you? Oh, yeah, I've been here. To be honest with you, Tim, I can't, you can't, you know, there's, there's no time for nostalgia in this game. You're zipping by everything so quick. <laughs> oh, that's weird because most games for me, I'm looking around. Oh, I used to come around here. I used to eat hot dogs around here. I what this game needs is a mission where I take a uh, open top bus and just wander around the city and uh, <laughs> you, a tour. You ride the big red bus tour. Yeah. Like you Ooh. don't you don't want to thwip thwip. You want to ride on the top of a bus. I do want to thwip thwip, but I'm missing everything. I almost miss Feldens. <laughs> <laughs> Go too fast, you're gonna miss Feldens. They say. Careful, don't miss Feldens. <laughs> Well, uh, I remember playing GTA Five. Yeah. That's the last one, right? That's in LA, and, yeah. And like, and like going down to LAX and being like, "Man, this looks like the real deal." And then it tricks you because I went down to LAX for real, and I felt like the last time I was here, I stole a plane. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have false memories. Yeah, and then you you started walking right onto the tarmac. Uh, <laughs> Hotwire a plane. <laughs> I remember playing GTA Five and then like getting in my car afterwards and do and I was like kind of revving the engine a little more and making some uh, questionable moves. <laughs> <laughs> questionable left. Yeah. Um. There was a video game that's not Red Dead Redemption, but one of those style games. But it was set in L.A. and it was like a 1930s L.A. noir vibe. Oh yeah. yeah. That looked cool. I remember when that came out, but I never heard anyone talk about 
I've watched clips on it on, of it on YouTube because it was very, it's very faithful. Like Los Feliz is in the game and you can go down and walk. Like you see where the Vista theater is now. It was like, it still had the, uh, the, the set from uh, D.W. Griffith's Metropolis or one of those just like hanging out down Damn, there. Oh, that's wild. Which I think before the Vista was built, like that set had just like fallen into disrepair and was just sitting there. And uh, but I've heard that you could you, we should work it. You know, we're talking about doing the Sloppy Boys tour of Los Feliz. We should have uh, work that in as well. Maybe it's a video game and but you have to party your way up Hillhurst. <laughs> that's funny, Tim, that you approach this video game as a history buff. Yes. Yes, yes. Looking around saying, I used to go here. <laughs> but I mean, I imagine that game also has like, uh, you know, the, the old UCB Franklin is probably uh, William Randolph Hearst's stables. Yes. But don't forget, <laughs> after that, but right before it became UCB, it was the Tamarind Theater. And Colin Quinn did a one-man show there directed by Ben Stiller. Wow. I, I would never forget something like that. Don't forget. You mustn't forget. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't think I knew that. Ben Stiller directing Colin Quinn in a one-man show. Yep. A meeting of the minds. Two New York guys going out to L.A. to do a one-man show. <laughs> <laughs> Is Ben Stiller a New York guy? I wouldn't say so. Is he? Oh, I would. He lives here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's kind of well, that, that, that's the ultimate litmus test. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he's always tweeting about the Knicks, too. Mm. Mm. Or was maybe he's off X. I don't know. Is anyone on X anymore? I, I hardly go on. It's tanking. I'm, I'm, I'm on X. I'm on it. I haven't X'd. It's tanking. And I tanked my own X by, you know, I used to tweet jokes and they were funny yeah. and everybody loved me. And mm -hmm. then. I kind of <laughs> ran out of jokes. I ran, I, I lost my, I'm like in kind of my Andre 3000 era where I lack inspiration. <laughs> and, mm. uh, I, uh, really, the only thing I ever do is just retweet the sloppy boys account. And look, you would think that that's prime content, but I have lost like 2000 followers because wow. it's just fuck? like every week it's like, here's the blowout. Here's the cocktail. Here's the blowout. Here's a cocktail. And then all the people that were looking for clever, satirical wit. That's not why you follow at Tim Kalpakis. You want a string of pearls, each one unique. I think you want the, the whole picture of the man so that you can, the, 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 the personality emerges from, all, I'm, I contain multitudes. Right, mm. right, right, right. Right, yes. I'm wondering, do people, mm. do you guys unfollow people a lot? I don't unfollow very often. No, I follow for life. No, they tend to just fall out of your algorithm if you don't like them. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm curious about people unfollowing you, Tim. It's like what who why put why why get rid of that because you know a little gem is going to come through. I don't want I want I think they want to be as far away from me as possible or maybe maybe they just got off X. Maybe they kept clicking on the sloppy boys stuff and then they were getting addicted to it and they wanted to stop. But, um, oh, yeah. Could have also just been bots. Maybe 2000 bots jump ship on me. 2000 bots. Wait. Oh, that was a thing. Elon, when Elon took over, he was like, I'm killing inactive accounts. And if, a, if an account hasn't uh, tweeted in like three months, it's getting killed or whatever. So see, maybe it was all my old geriatric followers that don't get up to tweet too much. <laughs> He did what? Dang. Oh, we're at Denny's. <laughs> I'm reading Linda Underwear while eating my moons over my hammy. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Sheila love Beverly Mysterious. That's <laughs> <laughs> our in on Hollywood gotcha news. Well, you guys want to do a little booze news? Speaking of news. Yes. Bip, 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 bip. Hit it. Two friends, take us on their accounts. I went to Greece, to get something to eat. He said, shit, all we got Serenos. Chili cheese Fritos, flaming Hot Fritos, Honey Barbecue Frito Twists, Spicy Jalapeno Frito Scoops. Give me all those fucking Doritos and Fritos! <laughs> it's booze news, you greasy-fingered ragamuffins. Waka waka! Ha <laughs> Thousand Gex Booze News was sent to us by John Aramini. Aramini. And if you have a booze news theme, email it to the sloppy boys podcast at gmail.com. That is good. That was the Gex. We love the Gex. Yeah, we love the Gex. And some Fozzie Bear. And me bragging about my free, my Frito. Frito. <laughs> my Frito <laughs> buffet when uh, me and Jeff were watching Dawn of the Dead. 
Day of the Dead. <laughs> You'll never be able to get them straight. Which one's the mall one? Uh, Dawn, and but it was day that we were was, watching together, yeah. and you went, you you took a couple Z's there, Tim. <laughs> Wait, it goes Night of the Dead, Dawn, Day, right? Night of the Living Dead, and then they dropped Living, and it's Dawn of the Dead, Mall, Day of the Dead. So they start this whole trilogy at nighttime. Yeah. That's the same movie where I made us take a Jenny's ice cream break. So I had put out all the Fritos and we had mm-hmm. six bags of Fritos <laughs> to eat. And then I still made us yeah. stop the movie and walk to Jenny's ice cream. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's an accurate uh, <laughs> retelling. <laughs> I heard about this. There was a, one point when, when Tim, I heard you were like, well, give me those fucking Doritos and Fritos. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was not necessary. I hope the Gex come out with something again this year because not to not to disparage them, but they could probably come out with albums pretty quickly. Wouldn't you think it's just two people? Yeah. They do a lot of live stuff though. What do you mean? It's just two people that, that doesn't hurry it up. It's just two people. Well, I guess, I guess less people to like, to, to get into a room or something in our band. There's no, a third guy saying, no, hold on. <laughs> well, when I get to the studio. I'm running late. I just want him to do another thing. They open for boy genius at the Hollywood bowl. It's kind of funny. Now, who's Boy Genius? I've heard of that. That's um, Phoebe Bridgers and... Phoebe Bridgers Supergroup. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And two other equally powerful women, but um, I just don't know their names. But it's a supergroup, Mike. Yes, you don't see supergroups much anymore. That's good. They're a supergroup, but they wouldn't they wouldn't be like selling out the Greek if, if not for Phoebe Bridge, I think. And also, they don't... Sa- oh, it's uh, Julian Baker and Lucy Dacus. Lucy Dacus. Dacus. <laughs> But um, don't dox us. It's funny because Gex don't sound anything like them, but they're down to clown. That's fine. I think it would, mm-hmm. it's just for the cool kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, a couple weeks ago, I forgot to mention this. I saw uh, who is the Haim sister who is in um, Licorice Pizza? Alana Licky Haim. Pete? Yeah, Alana Haim. Yeah, she was uh, sitting right there next to Taylor Swift at one of the games. Whoa! Oh, no shit! Yeah. She's in the squad, man. The little buds, I guess, because they, they did uh, touring together. <laughs> yeah, they were friends from work. <laughs> She's like, I got this thing tonight if you want to come. My boyfriend's got a football game. <laughs> sure, I, I'll do that. I got them. Where is it? Kansas fucking city. I saw Alana Heim walking out of a uh, hardware store in Los Feliz, and she was wearing overalls and carrying paint cans like a cartoonish person who was doing a project. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah, it was good. I said, hey, this is good, lady. <laughs> this is, hey, what you're doing now? What? This is good. Don't talk to me. Hey, can we get to the actual fucking booze news or is it going to be? My friend saw you on TV. Is it, is it going to be all nonsense? <laughs> My friend oh, saw you on TV. It's, it's not nonsense, Jeff. It's good stuff. It's allowed because it's shit, it's shit talk. No, it's booze news. Shit. Yes, but. Gotcha. That Gex themed booze news theme by John Aramini, Aramini did uh, mention a certain Frito-Lay product that factors mm. into today's news because, um, okay, this was one that slopheads were tagging me in it right away, sending it to me. And I was like, yeah, I don't know about this. This is one of those ones. And then people Uh-oh. kept tagging and the buzz only grew and grew and has grown to the point mm-hmm. where I, as editor in chief, you can't ignore it required mm-hmm. to report on Doritos flavored liquor. Have you heard oh, about this? Yes. Have you seen this? I have seen that. Ooh. Ew. Now, it's from this brand, uh, Empirical. They've got this mm. bottle of uh, Doritos. It's like 46 ABV. So that's a strong ass uh, 92 proof. Um, it's a drink that they have distilled from Doritos nacho cheese. And that no, they hold on. From- <laughs> yes. <laughs> They've distilled <laughs> it from the cheese? <laughs> this, this is why I brought it to Booze News is. This is like saying that the crunch berries really do come from a factory. Yes, that's what's happening <laughs> here. Well, they do come from a factory. The cartoon. Yeah, okay, a factory of sorts, but not a cartoon. But do they ever come from a from a plant? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Tim, go ahead. Go ahead. I think a lot of the, the boozes that are trying to sort of make a little splash on social media, but then you can't really find them or whatever, they're like infusions or flavored, right? You know, it's like, this is the KFC vodka or whatever yeah. it is, and they've just like added flavoring. 
in this mm-hmm. case, empirical has like the, the ingredients, like it's distilled from Doritos. It's malted barley, <laughs> Belgian Saison yeast too, and Doritos okay. nacho cheese. And Whoa. it's actually <sighs> made from that. And <sighs> the, the, the reviews are, is that it just tastes like Doritos and that it's delicious. And people are liking it. What the fuck? Now I want to try it. What's the boot? Is it vodka? Mike, did you not listen? You don't listen. I wasn't. I wasn't listening. I wasn't listening because <laughs> I was thinking about the distilling. Part. Yeah, Mike wasn't listening. What was it? <laughs> it's not vodka. It's not rum. It's not gin. It's not whiskey. Uh, it's not tequila. This is a new spirit <laughs> that is distilled from Doritos. Okay. What? Okay. I wasn't getting that at all. Yes, you put Doritos into a, a into a cask and you distill it, and now you have a liquor okay. that was made from that. How does the liquor come out of it? What the fuck? <laughs> As if we would know from like with vodka and grain or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As if I know what the word distilled means anyway. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, but this this sounds like prison liquor or something like. Yeah, yeah. You can, I guess, distill or uh, you know ferment anything. So why not a Dorito? Wait, the prison one is like like piss and shit, right? No, I think there is some sort of piss and shit whiskey. No, I hope not. Oh, <laughs> hold on. This has this is worthy worthy of a Google. Which sloppy boys should make? No, what if no, that would, no. When we finally come out with our beverage, it looks like they make it. It looks like they make it in the toilet, but then they have to pee elsewhere. So it's oh. made in the toilet. Oh, I don't get it. Hmm. Well, hold on. Just going back to this uh, Dorito one. Is this one we can actually buy or is it one of these ones that's like, oh, it was just a little trick to get us talking about Doritos as if no one's talking about Doritos anyway. I know. My God, the gecks are singing about them. Um, it's sold out. I went, I tried to buy it. It's sold out. So maybe it was Damn. just a tiny drop just to get attention. The social media age that we live in, mm-hmm. um, they're millennial. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, I found some answers. Oh, <laughs> I, found, I found some answers. This guy on Reddit works at a prison in Australia. He posted this thing three years ago saying that. Um, they're always on the lookout for home brews. The guys hoard bread, bananas, potatoes, apples, and oranges. They used to make their home brews. We have to be on the lookout for yeast sent in through the mail. Whoa. Um, the, the biggest batch he ever found personally was 18 liters, although he had a friend find 40 liters hidden in old cleaning buckets. Damn. How about that? That's crazy. We got to make some. That's got to be a chapter of the Sloppy Boys movie. You know, a lot of a lot of cool movies will have like a prison chapter. Mm. Oh yeah, remember when we we made beer? Remember that? Yeah, mine yeah. sucked. Mine, mine yeah. was awful. Mine sucked too. But we all got Mister Beer Brewery Brewers for <laughs> Christmas. You and I got Mister Beer, and Jeff got some more scientific uh, with a lot of glass. Ms. Beer. Yeah, I got an even t- tougher one. Yeah, but it all it sucked. It, didn't taste good. Because we tried to have a big like brewer, uh, brewer party, right? Didn't we have everybody over? Brewer party. <laughs> yeah. Wait, it's a brewer party. It was very much a BYOB BYOB yeah. brewers party. Like, I remember opening mine and they didn't even go, oh. you know, that's not a good sign. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because you could bottle them too. That's right. That was fun. They like fermented in the bottle and the sugar is what makes it carbonate. So I remember I'm going to cheat and put a little extra sugar. So mine were bubbly, (laughs) but sweet and disgusting like soda. (laughs) You made like Smirnoff ices. (laughs) Yeah. I remember. Yeah. We, we like, nobody liked him, including us, but we also took like (laughs) poured half of a beer and then poured like half of a, a a Coors Light into it just to give it more of a beer taste, (laughs) more of a beer taste. (laughs) <laughs> I remember like starting with a Bud Light and then and then decorating a Bud Light with like little drops of my beer and going yeah. mm, pretty good and then feeling really proud. I, I do remember when that when that party was starting being like, hey, I hope nobody uh, I hope all our friends don't get sick from this. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, well, that sounds really good. And if I find it, I'm going to buy it and we're going to drink it, Tim. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. We got to. Is that it for booze news? Wrap it up. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> well, I'd love to hear about the drink of the day. Oh, yes. 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 I don't have it. 
I don't have it. Who's got it? The team man has it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, welcome to my lair. <laughs> <laughs> what is he talking about? The industry sour you've had? No. No, but I have soured on the industry, Tim. <laughs> the Hollywood, Ooh. the showbiz industry? Mm-hmm, yep. <laughs> the industry sour. Uh, uh, I only heard of this recently in the last few months. A lot of slapheads were sending it to us. And then in, in the last few weeks, there was a recent uptick even so because uh, it was featured on The Educated Barfly, which is like, there's a handful of YouTube cocktail shows that I watch when like we're, we're uh, trying to learn about drinks and stuff. And one of them is the educated bar fly, but they also post theirs to uh, Instagram. And the one that they clipped out on Instagram for industry sour went a little viral and made the Ooh. rounds and then made this sort of a buzzy uh, affair. And mm. I thought it would be nice to cover on the pod because we've been talking for recently. We all love for but then it was in the hanky panky and we've talked about it as an industry drink that bartenders love Right, and then right. bing, bang, boom. This is this is all about that. It goes hand <laughs> in hand. Uh, what do you call it? Like a clothes drink or like a, a, a staff drink? A shift drink. Shift drink. A shifty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, clothes isn't like you're closing down the shop. I get you. I get you. Mm-hmm. A shift drink. Yeah, yeah. Family meal. The gang, you say, hey, front, front of house and back of house is getting together for an Amaro treat. <laughs> we are is that today well i'm glad that we're, we're sticking on like the fernet train a little bit because this kind of reminds me it, it brings me back to like when we did the bramble and we tried all the different gin blackberry stuff this spring so this yes. is like a, a nice we're, we're kind of following a stream of consciousness also the listeners probably went and bought this bottle and they want to find different yeah. uses for it this is yes. good podcasting a little fernet thread and the listeners love this. Instead of just, oh, random episode, next episode, doesn't matter if you listen in order. This makes them feel like they're part of something. They don't yeah. they don't belong anywhere in life. They don't have community. They don't have, society has left them behind. But when yeah, they right. listen to this, they, there's, there's a reason to get out of bed in the morning, you know? I feel yeah. looped in. This is yeah. nice. Exactly. There's somewhere to go now. I'm starting to feel like I know what's going on. You ever get up and you say, what the fuck do I have to do today? <laughs> Where am I going to go? The, I have to listen to my phone <laughs> i have to go buy alcohol and listen to my phone <laughs> <laughs> my phone says to buy stuff <laughs> yeah not like those dep- you know depressed people laying around drinking all day you gotta go out buy alcohol listen to your phone <laughs> i have to go to specific liquor stores to buy fernet bronca <laughs> Oh, and I hope I can find some of that expensive green chartreuse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the guys on my phone said it's running out and it's getting more expensive. <laughs> the monks are chill and we're running out. Um, okay, so the history on this one, nice tidy history, which is, ooh, baby, it's a new drink. Only 12, 13 years ago in St. Louis, a bartender named Ted Kilgore. Ooh. ooh. Kilgore. Kilgore. Ted. Um he was hanging out with another bartender and he was making a drink and he was like, Hey, we're bartenders. I'm going to make a bartendery drink for us. Kind of bar type kind of guys. And cool. he's like, Oh, so I'm just going to mix up all of my favorite things all together at once. And he had a hunch that it would work, you know, knowing cocktails as he did. He thought it, maybe I'll, it'll keep it simple with an equal parts drink. I think they'll still be nice and balanced. All of his favorite things. His his two favorite spirits and then his favorite citrus and his favorite simple syrup. Lime <laughs> juice and syrup and fernet and chartreuse. <laughs> not to jump the gun. Not the Two jump. things are green and one is... What do you rhyme with chartreuse? Jeez. It, mm, fart loose? Yeah. Let this <laughs> fart loose. That's good. That's <laughs> very good. Um, it does say though that like it was he and this other bartender were wearing nightgowns and bouncing on a bed when they when they were singing. Yeah. So, really? On a rainy night. Wait a minute. I'm I'm simply making a film reference. I know, I know. <laughs> I got I got hooked in. But so he mixes up his favorite things, uh, equal parts, and bing bang boom. He was right. They were like, this is perfectly balanced. And since it's such a bartendery drink, we're gonna call it the industry sour. And that recipe that he used was one ounce Fernet Bronca. Bar staff favorite. One ounce 
Green Chartreuse, another Ooh. bartender favorite. We have used it in the last word and the Tipperary. It's made by the monks, Carthusian monks, and and mm -hmm. there's a shortage going on. The monks mm -hmm. are 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 say, hey, we're fine with. We're They're pivoting to worship. <laughs> we're, we're, we do a little prayer. We do a little chartreuse. That's that, man. And if you want more chartreuse, you guys better make it. And that's what's been happening lately is knockoffs are popping up. But it's all it's another bartender fave. Um, mm -hmm. And like, I feel like I ordered a last word at a bar one time and the bartender was like, "Ooh, cool. All right. And it made me feel like completely <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, one ounce lime juice, joie de lime. Yeah. One ounce simple syrup. Combine all with ice. Shake and strain into a cocktail glass. That's nice and easy. Up. This is great. No rocks. This is all same. Uh, yeah. uh, very uniform. I love it. And, you know, I love uh, basically it's like you got your sweet and sour mix between equal parts lime and syrup. You got your fernet. Now, I've had some drinks out here that are... Um, Kind of like a Fernet cocktail, but it's like a Cuba Libre with Fernet in it. Oh. I, I like oh. how lime and sugar and Fernet combine. Now I'm just wondering, is, is the chartreuse going to get along? Chartreuse on the loose. A Cuba Libre with Fernet. That's good. That sounds good. Yeah. This this has the, well, it's a lot of Fernet, but it, it, this has a, 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 a risk of running kind of sweet, right? Because it has the simple and then chartreuse itself is sweet. Is it? Chartreuse is uh, high proof. It's like 100. In my memory, it was sweet, but maybe I was drunk. Reminder, simple syrup is just one part sugar, one part water. You don't have to go out and buy this stuff, folks. Yeah, he could heat it up. Heat it up. Right. So you could be ounce of all the other things, half an ounce sugar, half an ounce water. Oh, mix it in the drink. I see. This drink is an industry drink. It's called the Industry Sour. And I said, we have resources on this pod. We know a guy who works in the bar industry. Maybe yes. I should text celebrity bartender Jack Schramm, <laughs> the, uh, you know, <laughs> fucking uh, uh, founder of Solid Wiggles, Jello cake, Jello shots. And, uh, you know, he used to work at uh, Nomad in New York and all these places. An all around great guy. What's he got to say? I tell the dude. And I'm keeping this feature alive. I texted Giuseppe uh, Gonzalez last week. So this is kind of a cool thing that I do. Yeah, this is great. Mm -hmm. I said to him this morning, Schrammer, have you ever had an industry sour? As a member of the industry, does the equal parts combo of Fernet, Chartreuse, Simple, Lime ring true as a representation of your people? And additionally... <laughs> Is Fernet still a fave among bar staff? Or was that more of a 2015 thing and now the rest of the world has just finally caught on? Um, <laughs> or was that just and, well, your big joke? <laughs> and you fooled us, you fuck. Yeah. You tricked um, us, man. He wrote me back and said, industry sour is definitely a thing, especially oh. among young bartenders who are in their, wow, this is so fun, let's get fucked up portion of their careers. Perfect. Huh. The spec is one ounce Fernet, one ounce green chartreuse, one ounce lime, three quarter ounce simple. So Shram oh. dials it back on the simple. Oh. No, no, up. Oh, no, you're right. Sorry. Back. <laughs> back. <laughs> <laughs> back. Fourth. Yeah. Also, uh, Jeff, fourth would be the opposite of back. Yes, yeah, right. Fourth. Right, right, right. Fourth. <laughs> fourth. Oh, okay. I, that's, that's what it was. He goes on to say, Fernet will always be a favorite because it's usually the first Amaro people try and it's such a distinct flavor. It was big oh, in yeah. 2010. It was big in 2015 and it will be big now and forever. Uh, even even if we're now aware of multitudes of more delicious and better balanced Amari. Hm. Mm. So Fernet's sort of like that little black dress. <laughs> dress it up, oh. dress it down. It's timeless. <laughs> A night at home, a night at the town. <laughs> a night on the town. That's sad when you put on your little black dress and stay home. Yeah. yeah you're vacuuming. That sucks. Looking through your little black book in your little black dress. <laughs> Doing dishes. Oh, I wish there was numbers with these names. <laughs> Just a book of names. That would be funny now if you had a little black book. <laughs> if you like... If you had a physical little black book and it's just like uh, like Instagram handles and dating profile names and stuff. And you <laughs> physically wrote it down. <laughs> well, do we get to it? Let's yes, get to it. Yes, yes. Are we? Do, do you think we're going to resonate with the young bartenders of the world or we're still having a fun time with it? I think we already do. 
Yeah, I think so too. Here, well, I think we're steering the culture, so we do whatever we want and they follow. Tim, I like that. That's true. Why don't yawn? I'm not. <laughs> okay, great. I want you to see my teeth. <laughs> my back teeth. Looking good, my man. <laughs> All right, folks. We're going to take a little break when we get these drinks ready, and we'll be right back here after these messages. Nice. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey folks, Mike Hanford from The Sloppy Boys here, and I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you got to get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something and you go, I just got to tell someone this. I just got to fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now look, you know me, I've been to therapy, I'm the therapy guy, I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, you know what, my two co-hosts piss me off on a daily basis, I've got, it's weighing me down, what am I gonna do? That of course is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. You can tell the therapist what you're feeling and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Now listen to this, if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. That's right, you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So folks, Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SloppyBoys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SloppyBoys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest, have a great time. with the industry sour let's see him not a huge yield over here sours up why would it not be a big wheel it's it's four ounces not big i know i guess this without ice in this cup it just looks kind of uh oh yeah because you got a rocks glass yeah. kind of dinkified i like the i like the frothiness of it it's it looks like a mm-hmm. sour but then it's, it's like it looks like honey frothy honey yeah yeah oh yeah it does you're combining greens and browns Folks, yep. so that's what you're kind of ending up with. Kind of like when I had food poisoning that time. Yeah, okay, that's enough of that, please. I was hoping we weren't going to bring that up. Right. <laughs> Sips? You, you started the night. I hope we don't bring that up. <laughs> I started the morning. <laughs> your first thought when you open your eyes. Okay, Sippy. Yep. Oh, yes. Ping, oh. ping, 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 ping. This is a, a this is approaching Trinidad sour. Uh, yeah, 
complexity. This is also approaching green Gatorade taste. <laughs> I guess the, chartre- the chartreuse does have a little bit of a Gatorade <laughs> taste. And the, and the sweeten and the, the simple syrup. The Ooh. chartreuse is very strong, but it did, it did have like the sugar crystal um, crackle mm-hmm. taking the cap off the bottle. So I think there is right. like a pretty good amount of sugar in there. This Damn. is tart and tangy and ping and pangy. Woo! Mm. Yeah, that's a new taste for the old McMahon. A whole new taste. Amaro <laughs> <laughs> uh, and citrus is pretty fascinating to be like, to be getting all those, those weird many flavors of right. Fernet. Yeah. But then to be having lime at the same time, it's kind of sh- shorten out my brain a little bit. Yeah, because even in a Fernandito, you don't put in lemon juice. You just do a little twist. You would get a little oil. Mm. Mm. And that's pretty good. This tastes like a last word with Fernet. I guess, what was the other stuff in a last word? Mm. Last Mm. word. It's got like a sweet little, like almost like caramelly thing. The last word cocktail recipe. Ah, yes. Gin, chartreuse, lime, maraschino liqueur was the weirdie in that one. So we've simply. uh, We've gotten the smoky taste out of it. The sticks, the the cherry stick taste. Cherry bark. Oh, yeah. The woodsy bark. Yeah, that's what I don't like that. I don't need any more of that in my life. You don't? (laughs) Mm Mm-mm. You know what? 2024, I'm cutting toxic people out of my life and I'm cutting <laughs> the flavors that I don't need, like cherry branches. They're out. I'm <laughs> dropping them. Nobody gets that I think they're smoky tasting. Ah, mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. One wonders what can be done differently. I know we're not there yet. Yeah. One wonders indeed. One <laughs> Well, <laughs> the mind does real. <laughs> you could do the Jack Shram thing and dial back your simple if you thought this was too sweet. But um, it's also, I'm kind of shocked that we're not being bowled over by the Fernet, right? Because we were just talking about how. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's pretty permeating. Fernet. Well, actually, in our hanky pankies, we cranked up the Fernet a little bit. So hanky panky, we cranky. This is one of these ones where it just takes, it tastes complicated. It tastes fancy, tastes professional. But I don't know that if I just sipped this, I would ever guess the ingredients. Yeah. It's funny when you do everything at equal uh, measurements because it almost seems like it would be just a mess. A mess in there. Yeah, man. I I don't know. Like, if you gave me to this just sight unseen, I don't know if I'd be able to pick up my beloved lime. And you're a lime freak. I know. Yeah, if somebody gave me this, let me see. And I, I took a sip. Maybe. I don't know if I'd be able to say, oh, I know what this, what this, what's in here. Sure, you'd still be grateful, though, that somebody walked up to you and gave you a drink, right? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And I wouldn't even question it. I'd say, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, sir. I don't, don't even tell me your name. I don't even look, want to look up and see your face. Thank you for this drink. We salute you. Drink this green brown cup. <laughs> You know what? It, maybe it's the color, but it has a little bit of a cola taste to me. Does, do you feel that at all? Yeah, I was going to say like Coca-Cola yeah. is maybe like something. Is that the Fernet? Yeah, it did. It did. What the fuck? It turned into Coke. It tastes like lime Coke. Lime Coke. <laughs> That's it. Lime Coke. You Out of the AMC uh, pick your own flavors thing. That never goes well for me, by the way. I Oh, the Coca-Cola freestyle? You get too <laughs> <Yeah>. excited? <laughs> my, my freestyle usually ends up just being like Coke or Cherry Coke. Man, my thing at the dining hall, which I've carried with me to this day. <laughs> How many dining halls are you going to these days? Uh, I'm talking Ithaca, baby. The terraces. <laughs> I know, I know. I know. Um, this was, um, but I do love a dining hall, Mike. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Um, fruit punch, uh, high C fruit punch, and mostly Coke. Oh. That's a good, good little combo. That is a good little combo. You know? Like a fruit mm. juicy Coca-Cola. High C. Yeah. I always just do a Coke with cherry, which is, yeah. you might call it cherry Coke. Do you, <laughs> sure. Do you remember when at McDonald's as a kid, you could get uh, like uh, orange, so like high C orange soda? Oh, yeah. And it was like immediately, I remember getting it and it would always be very quickly uh, watered down. Like orange aid. Yeah. 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 It had a few good sips and then the, the ice would get it going. 
I'm looking for a few good sips. <laughs> you found the right place. <laughs> That's Ronald. <laughs> That's Ronald? Ronald with that squeaky nose. He's a clown. Oh, right. He squeaks his nose iconically, mm-hmm. yes. Iconically, he says, Grimace, we gotta get the fuck out of here. Hey, they gotta bring back the McDonald Land family. Yeah, make more uh, Grimace shakes or uh, per- birdie shakes. They, they're fair weather friends to the McDonald Land crew. They bring yeah. Grimace back and it's all this, oh, we loved Grimace the whole time. They don't do, they don't do shit with those, that beloved cast of characters. You didn't love him the whole time or else we would know where his, he was and if he was a taste bud or not. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, I like that Burger King brought back um, the brown in the logo. The burger, oh. the burger logo. Oh, I love it. Orange and brown. Like that classic 80s. The, mm-hmm. You ever see that racing stripe set that's like yellow, orange, brown? That's such a yes. not sporty trio of colors. Hideous, but I love it. Yeah. It's like like tricked out vans in the 70s would be that color. <laughs> vans, exactly. It's like van stripes. My dad had a bathing suit with those stripes. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like a McDonald's cup. I bought a white bathing suit and it eventually had those stripes. Hmm. <laughs> what was the orange? Uh, well. <laughs> tea mixed with blood. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody piss. Hey, um, back to the fucking freestyle, Coke freestyle machine. Why isn't there a cocktail, a freestyle cocktail machine where you hit the button? Oh, I'm in the mood for a last word. Gin, chartreuse, maraschino, lime. That's a great idea. Wait, I did see something recently that was like a a Keurig, but for cocktails. Have you seen that? Ooh. Oh, yes. I saw it on a commercial and like the sound was off and I was like, what is that? People said, no, pay attention to what we're doing here. I've seen that, but I don't think it's like mixing the stuff in the machine. I think it's little pods, like coffee pods, and it's just sort of like, you know, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. It's like a Negroni pod that goes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You guys were talking about, as I, you, I was, probably noticed I was a little silent over here. I was doing some online surfing, mm-hmm. and uh, I came across this video the other day. I, I watched like half of it, but I need to, it's only like four minutes long, but uh, it's, the YouTube video is called The Commercial That Killed a fast food, uh, fast food Chain. And it's about this company, this burger place called Rax, R-A-X. Have you ever heard of it? No. No. It's, it's worth watching this little video because it's, uh, I think, from the 80s. looks like mid-80s or something. And they had this, uh, this uh, um, mascot that was just like a regular guy. And the whole like ad campaign and stuff was just like, Hey, we're not going to do, you know, this isn't for kids at McDonald's or like kids at Burger King. This is just a regular burger for regular guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's worth watching because it's so uncool. And the, <laughs> the, the commercials like make so many leaps in the uh, uh, customer's mind, I guess. Let's play it. Can we play it? Uh, I can send it to you. It's four minutes long. Is it four minutes? I'm fine. Is it Mr. Delicious? I'm seeing a 30 seconder right here. Oh, try Mr. Delicious. Is it Rax? Oh, no, I'm seeing it. The commercial that killed a fast food chain. Yeah. Maybe just watch the, the first little bit of it. Just get an idea of what this is. Yeah, and then we'll talk about it. Again, it's only a four minute. Wait, hold on. Give me time to... Um, Will we watch it all at the same time? Wait, hold on. The commercial that killed a fast food chain? Chain. Yeah. We, we, we'll just watch the beginning. Okay. Okay. Rax was a roast beef place like Arby's, except that it was constantly undergoing identity crises and it had (laughs) no idea what it wanted to be. Mostly in their advertising, they just wanted to make the case that they somehow weren't like the other major fast food chains. Here's one of the most successful attempts to do that, implying people are oppressed because they can only get one kind of chicken sandwich. At Rax, you can get an eeny, meeny, and a miny. Eeny, meeny, and miny. Where's Mo? There ain't no Mo. Oh, they tried so hard to make that work. <laughs> there are lots of bad racks ads. There's one where a phone eats a sandwich, which features Yoga Jones from Orange is the New Black. This one with the giant chicken foot. And then there's one where a woman wants a pita pocket with a meatball in it and she explodes. Bad in the 80s and 90s. Pocket to me, baby. Continued to lose focus and market share with an all you can eat pasta bar, upgraded interiors, getting into pizza Wendy's-ish. for some reason. Yeah, yeah. They went all those in rooms are very Wendy's. Worst like those greenhouses idea with ever. brass rails. Mr. Delicious. <laughs> Mr. Delicious. Hello. I'm Mr. Delicious, the new spokesman for Rack's <laughs> restaurant. Looks like Harry Carey. My job 
to encourage you to enjoy tasty, affordable meals in a more mature dining environment. He's like Jeez. a low-energy Rodney Dangerfield. He is a sad man. Terrible. On that vacation, he took to Bora Bora with those two young friends. <laughs> well, that left Mr. Delicious feeling empty and unfulfilled. No, you need to explain. Mr. Delicious just had some rather delicate surgery. If there's no change, he doesn't have to squirm so much to put it back in his pocket. Did we just hear about Mr. Delicious's vasectomy? Because his analyst charges a lot to keep Mr. He's D's hostility so all locked up. Wait, what? And Mr. Delicious always carries this briefcase. Mr. D, what's in the briefcase? And all of this is paired with the worst or possibly best tagline in all of fast food history. Rex, you can eat here. <laughs> okay, that's pretty, that's, that was great. <laughs> I had no idea. Check that out, folks. The Vlog Brothers on YouTube. It's yeah. The, the spokesman is like a guy. He kind of looks like um, who played Sergeant Bilko. That guy. Oh yeah. Mm. He's got like big fat big right, glasses. Right. The old Bilko. It's like a Steve Allen looking guy. Yeah, Steve Allen came to mind. Right. Sergeant Bilko. Phil Silvers. Phil Silvers. Yeah, yeah. But he's like got a. <laughs> He's got little briefcases. This was that weird thing where it was called the Phil Silvers show. And then the character is Sergeant Bilko, you know, where they're like, we no, have to put yeah, Phil yeah, Silvers. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, uh, Mr. Delicious looked just like that. But yeah, I liked what they were saying. Like it was trying to almost like be like find an audience that was too smart. Like could understand their ironic character yes. and their ironic catchphrases. Like just get the people in there to eat. But uh, yeah, Jeff, you said it, though. It looks like a Wendy's. In, the interiors look very much like a Wendy's, like those little greenhouse curved glass mm-hmm. things with a lot of ferns and a lot of brass rails, like your fern bars, fern bar aesthetic. Ooh, the original fern bar. Fast food fern bar. That's so funny cause the, to have that much media about racks and have it look like uh, commercials that I grew up with, but it just must not have been in my region. Right. Yeah. It feels like when you're watching a movie and you see a fake restaurant or something, because that felt so, so real. But I'm like, it's like another dimension. Yeah. Um, it's proof of that thing of just when you try to do everything, like who knows, maybe that food was good. But I really I love when a place is just confident and tells you what to get, you know, like in and out Burger has the smallest menu and you're like, great, you guys make burgers and yeah. fries and yeah, shakes yeah. Yep. and that's it. And so many of these places have gone kind of crazy with uh the trying to have like oh, we also have chicken bites and we will we will also have this and we also have that and i'm like well, what are <laughs> yeah. you what are you proud of <laughs> <laughs> me i'm proud of a menu i print i have no pride <laughs> that was remember we used to watch uh hell's kitchen or the whatever gordon ramsay's where he'd go to people's kitchens or uh restaurants and tell them why they suck kitchen nightmares yes kitchen nightmares um and he would that was the first time i heard like the idea of like this menu is humongous. And in my head, I was like, yeah, that's good, probably, because you can get anything you want. He's like, no, people look at this and they're overwhelmed. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, some places are allowed to do it, like Jack in the Box. It seems like we let Jack in the Box get away with murder. That's the yeah. one place where I like all the, the trinky, dinky <laughs> toy food. Like, you can that's, get like <laughs> I do sometimes go in there. I'm like, I'll have egg rolls and uh, tacos and jalapeno yeah. poppers. Why do they, they got no business making egg rolls? <laughs> <laughs> egg rolls, you should. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what do you like at Jack and Box? Uh, I'll just get two uh, two orders of egg rolls. Uh, I like the Chinese food. It's so bizarre. I, I do like the buttery Jack. Have you had that? Sure. No, what's that? And we all love Snoop's munchy meal. That's that goes without saying. <laughs> oh my god! Wait a minute. Snoop had something to do with the munchy meal. I think it's suggesting extracurriculars, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, that, his home smoker. Hmm. <laughs> He's a home fucking smoker, man. That's funny that Snoop went jack in the box. They must have paid him like a ton of money. Yeah. I'm sure they paid him. I mean, they they did, but like <laughs> other... Um, yeah, they, they must have paid him. He couldn't have done that pro bono. <laughs> oh, they definitely paid him. Take it from me, Tim. Yeah. They paid Snoop. Um, but like Cardi B did McDonald's. You know what was really funny to me is when we went to Vancouver as part of the West Coast tour with Dear Blanca, mm-hmm. our bros. And in America, um, there was just Cardi B's McDonald's meal. And then there was the other one. What was it? Offset? Oh, um, Travis Scott was the first one. Oh. And then when we went to, we crossed the border into Canada and Justin Bieber had a um, Tim Hortons <laughs> meal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, hey, it's all they have the equivalent of here. <laughs> that felt like a South Park episode. Yeah. <laughs> did Wait, did Offset do one or am I 
out of my mind. Yes. Yeah. Cardi and Offset had like a, had like a combo together, like a couple meal, a couple's meal. Hey, speaking of Cardi B, the precursor to Cardi, Cardi B, uh, Nicki Minaj just announced a tour. We should go to a, a Pink 2 tour. Oh, my Ooh, God. I would go. That would be great. I, wouldn't have, I think that would be so fun because I think, like, no way she's doing anything but, like, hits and, like, half the hits, like, half the songs each just to get to the next one. And, like, you know, how much could it be, like, general admission at the forum or wherever it yeah. is? Yeah. Like, that sounds like a blast. I bet she's got, like, cool... Uh, Stage setups and stuff. Whew. Hey, now, wait a minute. Nobody's really. Did you guys see the Beyonce movie? No, no I, I, I can't. Nobody's talking about it. Let's talk about it. I know. Why is nobody talking about it? Taylor ate Beyonce's launch so hard this year. And I don't know. Maybe it's just like a demographic thing. But I remember way back, way back during I'm gonna let you finish. Mm-hmm. Remember, Beyonce had the greatest video of all time. Yeah. And apparently Beyonce. Um was trying to like uh, extend an olive branch to the Taylor crew and was just like, hey, let's meet up and I'm going to give you the playbook to my whole showbiz deal. Wow. And oh. and Taylor said like, cool, we're, we're bros now, Beyonce and, and Taylor. Even if Kanye's a little weird, we're friends with Beyonce's camp. And now, cut to 2023, mm-hmm. they both have giant tours. I've heard about Taylor's a thousand to one. Yep. And they both have movies. I heard about Taylor's a thousand to one. What happened? Yep. You know, I think I think Beyonce's might also be a documentary. And it's not Eras. It's like the one. Yeah, it's Renaissance. It's, it's the latest, right? It's the one. It's, she's just touring the new album. Yeah. And the, the new. Yeah. Like I didn't go to the Renaissance. Well, I didn't make it to Eras either, but I wanted to. But uh, knowing that it was just the it's like the renaissance album in its entirety and uh but not the greatest hits but you're right though like at the start of 2023 if you would ask me who i like better taylor swift or beyonce i would have said beyonce in a heartbeat and i feel like so many mm-hmm. of our us and our friends would say that and it's kind of i did ask you that and you never texted me back i still have that <laughs> i still have the three dots I, I was i was mulling it over all year <laughs> three dots are still going Damn, this guy i've talked to you in person on, on other text chains but like i just want that one it's killing me hmm is it <laughs> I have heard though that um, that Gen Z doesn't like Beyonce. She doesn't speak oh. to them. She doesn't speak to them in the way that Taylor does. Might be too too old. I mean, because right? Taylor's ten years younger than, or seven years younger than Beyonce. The age difference isn't huge, but it might be enough. Like Taylor's thirty four, Beyonce's forty two, and I do remember when Beyonce released her first TikTok. Um, and all the comments were like, oh, oh look, mom, yeah. mom, mommy made us a PowerPoint, everyone. Yes, <laughs> yeah, 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 it was yeah. very polished and she didn't hadn't absorbed what TikTok is and tried to be like, I'm ascending from my throne to join your app. Yes. So she made a vertical oriented little slideshow to promote an album. And people were like, what is this? <laughs> also, they, they just went totally different directions like uh Beyonce is supposed to be unapproachable. She's supposed to be like this distant queen of art. Sphinx-like, yeah. And stopped doing interviews a long time, like flat out. Like you don't read a Rolling Stone interview with Beyonce. She doesn't do mm. public appearances where she has to talk. I think they sort of realize like it when she is herself, like she, it's not as good. And that like if she has some something personal to share from her life, she's going to do it like Lemonade mm-hmm. where she spins it into like a masterpiece. But Taylor's just going the opposite way. It's like her whole thing is relatability and accessibility. Mm. And she's at the football games and she's everywhere. Yeah. And uh, I think you're right. Like social media and culture just shifted towards we want to see everyone all the time. Yeah, it's tough. It's a tough pivot to make because I don't know. Beyonce is talented. Uh, obviously, she's more talented than Taylor in a lot of ways. <laughs> hey, I see she's got some talent. That, kid, that kid's got talent. <laughs> so, so generous of you. The chick's got talent, I'm telling you. <laughs> I, know. I know. Hey, yeah, she's got it. She's going to be okay. <laughs> but uh, as far as, you know, what you said about approachability, or what's the other word I'm looking for? Authenticity. It's really tough to maintain like a um, closed garden wall. Yeah mystery and be like yeah this is very authentic to me 
Yep. Also, um, just stage of life wise, regardless of age, if Beyonce was 42 and like chronically single and um, tweeting about it and writing songs about like uh, the car and the bar, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then it, it would resonate more with the youth. Poor Yance. She's she's like a she's she's a distant mom. Yeah. Well, we like her anyway. She'll be OK. She'll end she'll her be, Yeah, she'll be just fine. She'll be Another fine. thing is that uh, part of what we love about <laughs> Beyonce is uh, she's weird, right? Like her music uh, is there's some weird beats and there's yes. some there's some there's some uh, 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 eccentricities and like more avant garde than Taylor by a lot. Yes. And yeah, Taylor does none of that. And that's a stumbling block for a lot of like people uh, of our generation and dudes and stuff getting into Taylor is like, no, it's pop. And there, there's nothing that's going to rub you the wrong way. Like it, it's just it, it's very it's very radio friendly and you're not getting anything that's challenging. Hmm. Hmm. Well, now that we've weighed in on the uh, two most popular females of our generation, <laughs> do you, what would you change about the drink? Anything? I got a whopper. So I'm going to let you go first. Ooh, you're going to let me finish. <laughs> I might dial back my lime. I'm going to cut my lime down to three quarters. I like that, Tim. I'm going to, I'm going to do the same thing, except I'm going to take my, uh, uh, Simple syrup in half. Wow. I'm going to do it exactly the same, except hmm? what did I find in my bar cart in an old <laughs> bottle covered in dust? No. Yellow chartreuse. Hey, look at Whoa. you, Jim. That's, I bet that's a worth a lot of money. That's a duster. That's a dusty. A dusty. I liked when you guys were telling me about the dusties. The yeah, dusty. we love dusties. <laughs> oh, the dusties that made me puke after the finest meal I've had in 10 years. Dusty duddy. I bet they made you puke because it was old, dusty, moldy, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Worth it. Now, it was a good puke. Do we know the difference? <laughs> I guess my question is for, for Tim here, but Mike, feel free to answer if you have sure. any ideas. Sure. What's the difference between green and yellow chartreuse? Dyed um, <laughs> the color, obviously. Uh, aside from that, uh, Tim, help me out here. <laughs> I want to say we talked about it once and we said yellow was mellow or something like that. Like maybe it's a milder oh, flavor. And green is mean. And green was more green. Green is mean. Okay. But I, I can't re I haven't had yellow in a very long time, and the taste does not come to mind. Great. Well, I'll do a little side-by-side -side taste, and we'll report back. But for now, we're going to take a little break, and we'll be back here with round two after this. Love that. Nice. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. with round two of the industry sour i made last second decision i did no simple syrup at all this is a three ingredient mix wait what Ooh, dry guy no simple syrup at all i just did not do the simple syrup what do you got here we go he's gonna retch nope nope that's too much <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's too sour you omitted an ounce of sweet <laughs> i know i know it 
Tim, your mm. sip. For me, I uh, I've already sipped, and I think I've fucked up because I. Oh no! Um, <laughs> I I I uh, dialed back the lime, mm. and that allowed me to taste the other flavors more, which I like. But then, as a result, the thing's too sweet. It's too mm. sweet. The the lime was balancing out the sugar, so I think we all need to just. I think we're gonna need to heed Jack Schram here and go mm-hmm. one one one. Three quarters of an ounce is simple. Yeah. Stick Mm. with the recipe. It's a recipe for a reason. Man, I'm doing my yellow chartreuse here. You can see I got in one of these little mystery bottles. It's labeled, though. Um, When we started this pod, I got like a 12-pack of these tall, skinny bottles that you might find olive oil in. Mm, Uh, It looks like olive oil. A tall, skinny, square bottle. Sure. Because I knew I'd be be having to uh, divvy up a bunch of stuff with my boys. (laughs) Um, this tastes remarkably similar. It's like five degrees different in a way that I can't really uh, articulate because they Mm. smell the same, the yellow and the green, and they also both are very star anise. I bet you somebody with like a a better palate and a better vocabulary could tell you the difference between the two. I can't. So folks, if you can find yellow or green cheaper, get it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Tell me what you think. (laughs) <laughs> mm. just took a little sip of yellow that is good and plenty just on its own i see yeah, yeah. and here comes a little sip of green yellow's are maybe a little sugary or sweeter okay gr- green's a little harsher green's a little harsher i need to get to that amaro bar again oh uh, yes i never drank there but i peeked my head in and said oh yeah it's cool it was on the way to i think death and co we were it's right on the right corner of that street anyway it's a cool place. And I went in there once and I was talking to a guy. I think his name was Lucky, the bartender. And I was the only one in there. And he knew some he knew Doughboy. So we were talking to each other about that. And it was, you know, it's those rare moments where you're like, I'm talking to the bartender here eh? <laughs> and I'm drinking an industry industry sour with the bartender because I'm one of the guys. You're part of the family over there. I'm one of the guys now. He's lucky to be talking to such a good guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said tonight, we're all so lucky. Lucky. I should be so lucky. The first time we passed through that spot, I was like, mm, it's a place that has w- this weird drink. And then now I'm really, it's so weird. That says something about life, huh? But like now I'm so <laughs> into Amari. Mm-hmm. I'm always buying different ones. It's such a conversation. I'm so interested. When I go to a bar, I always say to the bartender, I'm like, what's that one? There's Fernet and there's Chinar, but then what? And, the, and a Verna, but then what's this one? And then I always want to try it, and it's such a fun thing to do. Merely what? Two years after I was in a whole bar full of Amaro and didn't give a shit. But mm-hmm. life is always evolving. Okay, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Now he gets it, Jeff. We knew he'd keep catching. Yeah, now on. he gets it. Now he loves Amaro Nonino. <laughs> Amaro Nonino. <laughs> Amor e Amargo is the name of the place. Great labels on Amaro's. Wait, you keep saying, yeah, that's true. You keep saying, Tim, Amari. Is that the plural? That's the plural. Yes, Michael. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. Jeff, I got to circle back to Chartreuse and point out that you decided to say green is harsher instead of saying yellow is mellow. <laughs> green is mean. Green is mean. Green. Green is mean, yellow is mellow. That's when it comes to chartreuse. That's what the monks do. Green is mean. But that's when it comes to chartreuse. <laughs> yeah. When it comes to chartreuse, that's what the monks do. Tell you to tell you the truth when it comes to your chartreuse. Right. <laughs> and when it comes to uh, the the bartender combining his favorite things, the rhymes were all off in segment one. Mm. It should have been. Simple and lime juice and fernet and chartreuse. Mm-hmm. That would have been yeah, a mm-hmm. better kickoff. One bite of burrito and I'll let this fart loose. <laughs> That's our show. <laughs> okay. So you have the fart. The fart's in your butt, but you're not letting it loose until you take a bite of a burrito. Yeah, the burrito's got to push it out. The burrito's sort of the key. Yeah, the, the lock is your butt. 
That's our show. Follow us on social. Wait, we didn't say what we like about it. We love it. I love this drink. This is an order again. It's an order again, Tim. O A A A O A O A O that's our show. Follow us on social media at the Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. And if you can't get enough boys, go to patreon.com slash the sloppy boys on your home computer. And then type in your credit card information. You'll be twice as happy every week. You'll belong twice as more, twice as much. You'll be on the Discord. You'll be talking to people about the stuff you like. Not just the show, by the way. I don't know if people know that. The Discord has all types of wild little rooms you go into. Yeah, it's like a, it's like AOL. It's like AOL, but just for people like you. A-A-O-A-L. A-A-O-L. Let's say you want to talk to T-Bone Costanza about... Um, Japanese anime. The Sloppy Boys. The, the play, uh, gar- gardening. Okay. <laughs> about, the, yeah, about the Sloppy Boys. There's a lot of <laughs> Sloppy Boys chatter on there. Well, sure. They've been getting together and like watching Christmas movies, streaming Christmas movies, watching them together. It's a it's a community. Was there a Secret Santa this year? I think they did fucking yeah, they did. That's cool. They did it all. They do it all. And now they're doing all the January festivities. (laughs) The naming of the resolutions, the signing of the checks with this year's date on it. Good episode, guys. Mm-hmm. Great work. And great episode, those of you listening at home. You're part of this too, you know. I just fer- finished that very sour, very limey round two. Bye. Bye, folks. Bye. Bye.